0: Welcome to Meanwhile in Memphis, where New Memphis is celebrating our city by providing a weekly window into the ways Memphians are solving problems, looking forward, and successfully shaping the community. Happy Tuesday morning, everyone. You are listening to Meanwhile in Memphis, coming to you live on WYXR. Uh, What is Meanwhile in Memphis? You're tuning in. You may know, but just in case you don't, it is a weekly radio show and podcast brought to you from New Memphis. We are a nonprofit that works every day to transform our city through the power of connection. And you're probably like, mm, well, yeah, but what's that mean? <laughs> well, <laughs> tell us more. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, A.T. <laughs> <laughs> no, but truly, guys, what our work is boiled down to is the fact that we're working to activate, develop, and retain the most important resource our city has, which is its people. The talented people of Memphis is what makes our community run the way it does. And we want to keep those people here And keep our city thriving. So this show really helps us do that through uplifting the stories of those Memphians who are, I say this all the time, but it's the Memphians that are putting in the work to make the things happen in our city and just keep us making such a valuable impact in the world and in Memphis in general. So my name is Christy Mullen and If you've tuned into the show before, you know I typically co-host with my friend and colleague and CEO, Anna Mullins-Ellis. But she is out on vacation for the next few episodes. So who do I have with me today? Mystery guest host and podcast extraordinaire. It is Anna Thompson. (laughs)
1: Hold your applause (laughs) to the end of the show,
0: everybody. (laughs) I really am disappointed we don't have a soundboard. I know. I think
1: that that's something that we should make That's on our wish list.
0: Yeah, that is on my wish list as a nonprofit. It's just going to go at the top. Like. Like I, I think I, it's
1: justifiable.
0: Yes, I really like, do at this I, point. I want everything. Yes, but you know, just a little round of applause. Sometimes you need a boo. We do have a no button that exists somewhere. Oh,
1: yeah. No.
0: Perfect. You know, just I don't know in if case everybody got that. gets.
1: Yeah, here. oh no. no. <laughs> that is what I have to say to people who do not take vacation time. So I, yes. I applaud. If I had um, an applause button, that would be for Anna Malonzellis, our CEO, yes. who is normally on this end of the mic. So I'm taking her chair only in podcast form while she is on vacation. But I'm here. That's an absolutely, in Heather McMahon speak, for everybody <laughs> take your vacation time.
0: Yes. PTO is so crucial, not only for your mental health, but for your overall work-life balance. Guys, take your PTO. It's there for a reason. We we are advocates for the pay time off. <laughs> you heard it here Recharge, first?
1: <laughs> reset, reboot, whatever it is you need to do. It's getting sunny outside. Yes. It's just, it's too good to be true. So, yes. yeah.
0: Honestly, to me, PTO is a form of self-care.
1: Like, yes. even if
0: you don't have anywhere to go and you, what is the point in saving it? Like, I used to be one of those people who would hoard my PTO and just not take it because, you know, we the all rainy know who day, I am. yeah you know, Well, yeah. and not even that. It would be like, I didn't have any vacations to go on, so I just wouldn't take my PTO. And at the end of the year, it didn't cycle over all of that PTO. I just lost it. Christy. Yeah. And so, like, when I was growing up, I didn't. And, like, early in my career, I was just like, oh, okay, it's no big deal. Like. No. No, it's not. Like, as I've gotten Here, older. Th- this is.
1: <laughs> no means no.
2: Yes.
0: But as I've gotten older, I've realized, one, I've earned that PTO. Yes, you have. And, two, even if I don't have anywhere to go, just for my own sanity, I need to just take that. Even if I do nothing on that PTO day except stay at my house and stare at my plants. Yes. Like you need to take it. And so that is something that was a learning moment for me growing up, and I think is a learning moment for everyone, honestly. I
1: think so too. I mean, I I fall on the other end of that spectrum, (laughs) which I think does not shock you. I think Christy and I's work styles are a little different. We work
0: wonderfully together. We're just on opposite ends of the spectrum. (laughs) I have been
1: known to take PTO to put up my Christmas tree. Oh, God, I love that. So if that is the kind of self-care you need in your life, put your Christmas tree up in July. Put it up Whenever you know, I mean, my birthday is in November, and I used to take my birthday off to put up my Christmas decoration. I I think that that's a perfectly normal.
0: I am one not shocked at all about the revelation <laughs> about you.
1: First of all, but two, that is genius. Because who wants to do it? At, I mean, from Thanksgiving to the end of the year. I mean, really, it's just it's it's straight hustle. I never thought
0: so. Okay, I will I will admit to the listeners and you, Anna Thompson. I didn't take my Christmas tree down till March. So, like, see,
1: this year I was like, I was ready, maybe because everybody was home and we'd been home for so yeah, long. That, I, like, there's I, only so many places. You, and yeah. I was just like, I'd had it up so long. OK,
0: see, that was the thing. I didn't get mine up till late this year. And so I felt like I didn't have time to fully enjoy it. So I was like, you know what? I'm at least leaving it up through Valentine's Day. And I think I may have got it and it taken down like right before March hit. But I was just enjoying it. And it looked so pretty. And I'm like, you know what? I need a little bit more pretty in my life right I now. Think, I see, I think
1: we should incorporate twinkle lights into <sighs> our decoration. I think a lot of patios do it. And then this time of year, it's it like soothing. really it, it it in a way. is. It just makes it so much more fun. It yes. doesn't matter if you're hot as heck. <laughs> if you have multicolored twinkle lights above you, I mean you just you, you just feel some type gotta, they make you feel some type of way. And you you're gonna be happy. You're, you're gonna smile. You're happy, you're there to enjoy yourself.
0: I really wonder if there's a science behind why so many restaurants and patios do it.
1: I mean, there's got to be a euphoric thing that has to be why they're like invoked in holiday decorations.
0: We're going to dig into this, guys, and we're going to come back on the next episode yeah. with like more scientific research. But you're probably tired of hearing us talking or ready to roll into the episode. So I'm super excited. We're going to have uh, our own Elise Taylor. With us, she is our manager of collegiate engagement, and we are also going to have our launch student, Madison Mullis, here with us as well. And then we also will have Kat Gordon with us, who is beloved Memphian and just an amazing leader in the community, and she is the owner and
1: creator of muddy's bake shop so which i'm a personal fan of Gosh. i had a muddy's cupcake for breakfast <laughs> this morning with my coffee it was leftover from a birthday celebration over the weekend and it was it was eat it or throw it away and i just couldn't bear it so i i, I ate it with I, I took one for the team and ate it um with my coffee this i love your
0: sacrifice i know um, I, yeah but truly cake and coffee is the beer and pizza of the morning Oh, like truly. Yes. So I'm, I'm here for it and I support you and your decision-making
1: skills. I think Kat would also approve. Right, so We'll, we'll, yeah, totally we'll have to talk to her about it later.
0: <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to roll into the episode. Here we go. All right, guys, Elise and Madison are here in studio. Hello, ladies. Hello. How are you? Hi, so happy to be here. I'm yeah. super excited to have you guys here. It's so exciting when we have people that we know and work know, with in
1: the studio. I
0: know it's so good to be in person.
2: It's anyway. <laughs> good
1: to I see know. you not on a screen <laughs> yeah, too. You know? I'm like, is that what
2: your face
0: really looks like? The beauty filter <laughs> is not here with me in person. So
2: I right, I can't use the Zoom filter. Uh, can't I'll turn, turn the, the soft glow the thing off. Right. And I, yes, I
0: need right. a ring light with me at all times. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but before, like, we jump into questioning and yeah. all of those fun things, since there are two of you here with us today for our listening audience, I'd love for you guys just to introduce yourselves and give like a fun fact about yourself. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. It could be like me. I'm Christy. I love penguins and I am a Virgo with a Hufflepuff rising. Simple <laughs> as that. Like <laughs> just to kind of let people know Hufflepuff. what you're talking. I mean, you know, I on it. it, you have to own who you are you as a person. And that is who I am. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Interesting. Okay, I'll get started. So, I'm Elise. I am a Memphis native. So, that'll be my fun fact. Yes, I love Um, that. And it's really why I'm super passionate about what we're doing because um, I've been here and I've been in the shoes of the college students that we work with. Um, So, I'm very excited to be here. Did I give enough? Yeah. yeah that's perfect.
0: <laughs> no. You're but, allowed to stay. We'll keep you.
3: <laughs> what about you, Madison? Um, yeah, so my name's Madison. Um, I'm originally from South Georgia. I actually okay. grew up in the Okefenokee swamp. So I love how you just said that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's so fun.
3: Yeah, lots of alligators. Kind of kind of random. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I'm a student at the University of Memphis. I'm pursuing my master's degree in integrated strategic media, and okay. I'm currently a community relations intern at AutoZone. We love AutoZone oh, over you here. Know,
1: you know, I'm partial as a former AutoZoner. I should have worn my dress guys today. We could have <laughs> done the cheer. I'm, I'm here Give for it, an it.
2: AZ. I'm here. I'm here Just for it. We love AutoZone.
1: I know.
0: It's like I need the arm movements. We
1: need <laughs> right. to live record this. So in person, she would do it. I yeah. mean, yeah. we're here. Do it for you after after we record. I mean because guys,
0: I will record it and put it on social media so you all can be privy (laughs) to what goes on here too. (laughs) I mean, once an auto zoner,
1: always an autozoner. So (laughs)
0: it's true. I love that so much. Well, Elise is actually here and she is in her first year, still with New Memphis, which first is crazy because I feel like I've known you forever re- at this point. Yeah, like it's only been a couple months, uh, but it yeah. feels like it's been you've lived five <laughs> lifetimes <laughs> in the <last> few months.
1: <laughs> COVID has that effect on people. It really yeah. does. I think it's, I, it, I think it's COVID,
0: <laughs> but like you have just taken such this program under your wing, and you've really been a rock star at it. And so I kind of, as our manager of collegiate engagement. Just tell the people listening a little bit more about the work you do here at New Memphis with the next generation of the workforce.
2: Yeah. So um, Launch is our collegiate level of programming. So I know our listeners are familiar with all of the different programs that we have. But um, Launch really takes college students and gives them an opportunity to have some access to professionals in the city and leaders in the city that they might not normally have access to. So we really want to equip our students with the opportunity to feel confident when they go into interviews. Um, feel like they're prepared on their LinkedIn pages, feel like they know how to email properly and communicate with um, some of the professionals here. So we really just want to Help our students feel like they're prepared to get a job here in Memphis, mm-hmm. and then hopefully stay here in Memphis yes. long term.
0: Yeah, that's definitely what's so important to our community is yeah. people feel like they have to leave to right. launch their career here. Right. No pun intended, <laughs> but they really, truly do. And yeah. the thing is, you can make like I am a weird example because I came to Memphis right. to launch my career. Yeah. So Same. I think that's <laughs> yeah. So like I think it's such a cool thing. And Maddie, which I, her name is Madison, but she is called Maddie. I'm right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Just making sure. I didn't want to, like, call you out of your name in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> On air. She's not going to correct you, <laughs> yes. Christy. No, no. No My friend call me Maddie. <laughs> I, I knew that because I've seen her at launch events yeah oh, yes. because you stalk her on social yes, media because I stalk <laughs> her on social media no but she is actually like the perfect co-guest to have because as we said she's not only killing it as an intern yes. over at AutoZone like uh-huh. everyone loves her that works with her that I've <laughs> yes. talked to but she's also a participant in the launch yeah. work that Elise was just talking about so yes. Maddie I would love to hear a little bit from you about your experience first let's just talk about your experience being an intern in Memphis especially since you're not native
3: yeah, so it's honestly been amazing. Like, you're going to laugh at this, but the first time that I got to actually go to the physical AutoZone zone building, uh-huh. um, I turned in, like, the exit ramp to get into the parking
0: garage. That's okay. I got lost in the parking garage on my first day of my first internship in Memphis, so yes. I feel you.
3: And, like, all these people are looking at me, but I thought, oh, you know, just a car. And I go into the building, and they're like, hey, girl, you you went in the wrong side. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm not from the city. You have to excuse me. I'm not used to parking garages and parallel parking and all this stuff. So it's really, it's been such a learning experience. I really am a small town girl. So I really loved like coming to the city. Like um, I've just made so many connections at AutoZone. It's really awesome to be able to interact with, Mm -hmm. you know, a vice president of a Fortune 300 company. Like to get that. I've never had that sort of exposure before. So it's really opened up a lot of opportunities that I just couldn't get in undergrad um, in Statesboro, Georgia, Mm -hmm. because we just didn't have, you know, corporations and large businesses. So the fact that New Memphis is like preparing students and really equipping them, because that's so special to me because um, as great as like your education is, there's just certain things that, They don't teach you in school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like New Memphis is the perfect supplement to really prepare you.
1: I
0: love that that so much. I'm like a spokesperson right (laughs) here. But I I feel you, Maddie, because I'm from small town Mississippi originally, and I'm a first-gen college student. So – I didn't know what I was doing, and if I would have had access to a resource like launch, right. like I, I fared pretty well, like to think I did okay for yeah. myself. right. but, but it, it would have been a lot easier. It would have been so much easier and it just opens those doors so broadly. Yes. Um, so let's talk a little bit more logistically about launch, Elise. who can, who can come to launch events? Who's it for? Really
2: anyone. So I think we've typically catered to, you know, the 18 to 24 age range. And I think what we're learning is that college students are everybody. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's anyone who's a college student. If you're an intern, if you are remote, um, we're doing virtual events. So they're all free. They're open to anyone who classifies as a college student. If you're in grad school, law school. Um, if you are a student, you can come to our events. If you're an intern, if you are here um, locally, we yes. want you to come in person. But if you aren't here, we want you to visit our vi- events online. Um, but they're open and free to everyone. And we really just want as many people to come as possible because, like Madison said, it's such a good resource. Um, and I think that we're learning that our universities don't have the capacity to really equip students mm-hmm. with that professional development that we assume that you would get in college, right? You're paying all this money. We just right. assume that the professors are teaching you these things and then you get out into the workforce right. and you're like, I didn't learn that. I am that. ill-equipped I didn't to it. Like nobody told I mean, me like, this is what I'm supposed to do. The cover letter, I mean, that could be a whole
0: program it in can. itself. It can, <laughs> absolutely.
2: Absolutely. The resume, the cover letter, the LinkedIn page, yeah. like all of yes. those
0: things. And so <laughs> my, my poor LinkedIn still needs help to this day. <laughs> like, it's so hard. It's like that little blurb. You have to figure yeah. out,
2: like, what do I want to I never
0: utilized it, so like... Until I started working at New Memphis, and it was a thing, and people were looking at my LinkedIn and stuff, I was like, I literally have, like, 200 connections, maybe, because I just never used it. Yeah. I never updated it except where I was working. That's all it. It's still kind of what it comes to. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> but at least share stuff now sometimes. Right. But it it's stuff you don't think about. Yeah, stuff as, you don't think about. You know, Well, I your
1: mean, career. you're a little busy in college. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, like, this we think true. we're busy yeah. as, like, career professionals. But, I mean, in college, you have all these different classes, all these different projects projects, all of these extracurriculars that mm-hmm. you're expected to participate in and do all these things, right. meet new people, network, and then, oh, by the way, know how to be young professional also. <laughs> right. So tell us a little bit about some of the events that we have coming up for Summer Experience because... As a native Memphian myself, so I know we've already heard from a few people who who we've welcomed with open arms. I'm a
0: Memphian by choice. Thank you. Well, I'm a Memphian
1: by birth, but I also did not know a lot of the cool things about my city, which I'm ashamed to admit, but even growing up here for 18 years doesn't instill that in you. You have to, you know, you have to get out and about and go to different places, go to different neighborhoods, Mm -hmm. see what this city has to offer. So tell us a little bit about that, Elise.
2: Yeah. So um, I'm like you, AT, like it took me going away to college and then coming back to really realize how amazing Memphis was. And so um, we're super excited because on the professional development side, we have some really good events, um, starting with maximizing your strengths, which will kick us off. Um, as RPD online. And so that's going to give you a deep dive into like what your strengths are how you can utilize them on a team, how you can take these strengths and really sell yourself. And then we go into speed mentoring, which is also online and virtual. And that'll be a lot of fun. And you'll get to meet lots of professionals who want to just give advice on how they got to where they are and really answer your questions, Um, depending on where you are in your career, in your college life. Like they're just there to help and they're super excited to be there. Um, And then we have our Headshots and Happy Hour event, which is one of my favorites. Um, We did coffee. That's actually where we met and yes, at yes. our headshots and coffee That's hour how
0: event. I knew she was called Maddie. Yeah, sure sure. Yes. sure, sure. Full, full circle. <laughs> that's where this love affair began.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's our um, opportunity for students to go and get a free headshot, have a cocktail. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And then we're going to wrap up our professional developments event with um, Pathways to Professions. Mm-hmm. And so that one is where... Our um, panel of guests will really talk to us about their path and how they got to where they are, but really showing that every path isn't the same, like there's not one linear way to get to success. Um, So we're super excited about those. But I think what you really want to hear about yes, Drum roll, please. (laughs) Yes, drum roll is the social events, <laughs> yes. which we're super excited about. Our brewery tour um, and our power hour that is powered by Nike that will have lots and lots of fun giveaways. Um, we're doing a brewery tour. Um, we're starting at Grind City Brewery. Then we're going to go to Crosstown, Wise Acre and Ghost River. And so that's going to be a lot of fun. The first one is June 10th. Then we'll have be
3: there or be square. Be or be square. <laughs> yeah, you heard it from Maddie. You heard it from
2: Maddie, right? <laughs> so be there or be square. Not, it's gonna be not a us a lot of fun. It's going to be you know free drinks, free food from mm. some local food trucks, and then mi- mixing and mingling with yeah. your peers, yes. your friends. And I think it's so important because when I was in in college. I would come home and I would be like, there's nothing for me to do, right? Mm -hmm. Like, after work, I'm like, okay, I go home. And I'm like, is this what life is going to be like? (laughs) (laughs) Is this what life as an adult is like? Like, I just go to work and go home. And in reality, like, when you're a working adult, you get to go to happy hours and you get to go to bars and you get to network and meet people. And so Launch was actually my opportunity to do that even when I was in college. So I'm excited um, for our students to be able to experience a new side of Memphis and not to have to be 21 to go out and explore the city. Mm. Yeah,
3: It's so fun, too. I mean, really do not underestimate.
0: They know how to plan an event at New Memphis. <laughs> yes. And we did not pay it. her to say that know, at right all. Know. Yes, I'm not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing is, like, I wanted to ask you, you've been to a few of our events. Yes. What has been some of your faves?
3: Oh, oh, my goodness. I really love the trivia. Oh, so um, good.
0: That's one of my favorites as well.
3: We got free beer, free food from a food truck, which is one of my favorite things about (laughs) Memphis is they are the place for food trucks of all kinds. Um, And I mean, honestly, you can't underestimate the power of networking with your peers because these are the people who, um, you know, are going to be growing in their careers Mm -hmm. alongside
0: of you. And it's always great to have people to call on all over. Right. That's honestly, that's perfect. Like a perfect summation of what Launch is striving to do. It's make those connections. New Memphis very much works to transform Memphis through the power of connection. And that's a whole lot of why LAUNCH is so important to us is because college students need that access, not only to their peers, but also to companies and businesses. So, like, at least for those people who may be listening that do work for a company or a business, how could they get involved with launch if they were interested? Yeah, if you want, um, we would love to come and
2: present the launch program to your interns. If you have interns, if you know any college students, you can just have them visit our website, newmemphislaunch.org. Or you can email me, um, Elise, A-L-E-S-E, at newmemphis.org, and just say, hey, I want you to to come present to my interns and we can set up a time for me to come and explain like what we do and kind of give some um, give some more context around our programming and why it's so important, why internships are so important right now. Um, So just contact me, like hit me up directly and I'm (laughs) excited. I I would be happy to come and talk to them.
0: Yeah, perfect. (laughs) I think it's great. Like This has been such a cohesive conversation because so often we have our perspective as the staff of New Memphis, what launch is. But it's so cool to have you here, Maddie, to give this truly the students perspective on what you're getting out of it. you're, like we said earlier, you're in your internship right now yes. at AutoZone. Which I found through New Memphis, by the way. What? I, I was yes. going to ask that because I wasn't sure if you did. They,
3: uh, y'all shared it on your Instagram. Yes. I saw it and I was like, I'm going to apply. I and here we it. are.
0: See, we making connections, said, people. Full circle, full Our work circle. works. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I do
1: have to ask. So as a community relations intern, you probably have a lot of insight to what, um, a big company like AutoZone is doing in our community. Mm-hmm. Yes. And why that's important to big companies. So can you share a little bit about what you've learned in your internship so far?
3: Absolutely. CSR, like social responsibility, it's so important, important. At AutoZone, um, you know, they've been giving back to the community since they were founded in 1979, but they've just recently realized that it's really important to talk about the work that they're mm-hmm. doing in the community because Um, consumers care more about that today than ever before. And there have been, you know, numerous studies done to collect data, um, you know, to suggest that. And so it's so important that they are making an impact in the community that they're a part of. For
1: sure. Not just car parts over there. (laughs)
3: There's so much more.
1: No, I think that as
0: like a partner of ours, AutoZone has... Always giving back, and we know of the great work they do to give back to the community. But Absolutely. like you said, the community is not aware of every. They see the AutoZone logo on stuff, but they don't yes. know what that means. Right. And right. so, I think it's very much crucial to like them not only uplifting themselves as our brand, but actually showing people like this is what we have the capacity to do for our community. And we are working to do that, I think is awesome. Yeah,
3: Absolutely. And it's really important to just like y'all's mission is to, you know, attract the best and brightest Mm -hmm. um, to be here in Memphis. And they want the best and brightest at AutoZone. And the only way to do that is really to be
0: philanthropic Mm -hmm. and to to show that you care about people. (laughs) I love love it. I think that's like, the perfect way like you guys gave us so much cool information guys you heard it here first elise told you you can email her at elise at new memphis.org a l e s e yeah don't get it messed up or twisted that's how you get it yeah like you gotta be careful with names everyone's different yeah like i'm christy I'm like, Christy with a K, this is not the Babysitter's Club. I just dated myself with that reference, but I know our listeners know what I mean. Well, there's a whole new reboot, so don't even. <laughs> oh, thank you. P- people now
1: are going to think that it's something different, Christy.
0: <laughs> I did not know that. So was you a really either. did date us. Thanks. <laughs> Welcome to the Millennial Podcast of Your Dreams, meanwhile in Memphis. No. But uh, thank you so much for being here with us, Maddie. And thank you, Elise. Guys, if you want to hear and find out more about the summer experience, again, go to newmemphislaunch.org. Email Elise at that email address I have told you. Maddie. It has been such a pleasure. Thank you guys <laughs> yes. so much and for having
1: me. Before we forget, uh, yes. every event for summer experience is what price, Maddie? It's everybody's favorite yep. price.
3: Free.
0: F-R-E-E. You
2: heard so, it here first. You heard free. it here first. <laughs> free ninety nine.
0: Yes. 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 You can't. I mean, honestly, you can't get cheaper than that, guys. <laughs> you like, literally can't
2: beat it.
3: I mean, it's helping your career. It's free. It's fun. I mean, we literally, ten
0: out away of ten. Amazing prizes and swag. I know. Yes, I, was I won say free that. Grizzly tickets. What? I mean, she did
2: one? She won game tickets, but also like we're. This is hot off the presses, guys. We are giving away two Menfo. Three-day passes for um, the participant who basically attends the most events. So each event that you come to, you're going to be entered into a raffle. And at the end of the summer, we're just going to go through and see, like, who has attended the most events. And then... You're going to get the free passes. So that's an amazing value. Maddie's amazing like, I to. will be.
1: <laughs> Matt, Maddie's going to be in contention for that. I can see it in her Maddie, eyes right I now.
3: And I'm quite ready.
2: competitive.
1: <laughs> Don't Plus plenty of other prizes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's
2: not the only prize. Nike is going to hit us up with a lot of mm-hmm. other prizes as well. And then we're going to have, you know, probably more type of game tickets and local gift cards so you definitely want to come out to some of our events it'll be fun
0: yeah guys our community supports us in this work we're doing and that means you should too so if you are a college student that's listening come to our events give one a try that social events, as Elise said, will be in person. We are actually having that virtual component for our professional development events. Right. So, you know, we're doing very much a hybrid summer experience model, which yes. kind of has something accessible for everyone at this point in time. Yeah. So give us a try if you're a college student. If you are not a college student listening, because I feel like college students may not be my main demographic <laughs> over here on Meanwhile in Memphis. But... The chances are, you know a college student. So send them our way. Again, newmemphislaunch.org. Email Elise at Elise at newmemphis.org. And thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you. This is great. Bye. 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 All right, guys, we are here with our next guest, local superstar and owner of Muddy's Bake Shop and baker of so many of our favorite delicious things, Kat
4: Gordon. I'm very excited. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here. I'm actually shaking with enthusiasm.
0: (laughs) As I like tried to bring us in earlier, I was so excited. I spoke really loudly into the mic. So, you know. If that tells you anything, we're um, all really We're amped. all equally amped to have you here because <laughs> you are the maker of so many wonderful things in our city. And so I am just thrilled to dive in to all
1: of that, including the maker of the Prozac cupcake yes. that I ate for breakfast this morning. See, mm, it's just good choices. I think yes. it's leftover from never a party. a bad decision. Yes, and so that's what I'm coursing through my veins right now is the icing that I licked off the top of it. And you gave know, there her- was a
4: scientific study a few years ago that said that a little bit of cake in the morning is supposed to be really good for your brain. So, just like there one glass of wine I'm at night. Here so for uh, yes. that completely. A similar statistic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want to kind of start off, Kat, by going kind of let's go back in time a little bit, like Hillary Duff would say. Let's go back to, to say, the are, beginning.
1: Yeah. Are we on Laguna. <laughs>
0: yes, we're yeah. on Laguna Beach. We're feeling it, like. Did you grow up as a kid with a love for baking? Where did this adventure kind of start for you?
4: Yeah, I love this idea of like, oh, obviously this was a childhood passion um yes and no, <laughs> but it <So> was not <laughs> it was it was not exactly um, but I did love making things, so yeah. I liked helping out in the kitchen um you know, I loved baking and cooking with both my parents, um uh, but also you know painting refrigerator boxes uh just I think putting things together that hands-on experience was really big for me all through childhood so yeah food was totally a part of that yeah but I did not imagine myself necessarily being being a baker when I grew up
0: right I wonder if there's any child out there whose like dream is becoming a baker like they, they are oh, they're, probably. they're on the yeah. food network no, and they're fair. on those like kids shows that are like I I've yeah. been cooking since I was
1: one and I'm like that's a lie oh, I knew
0: there were like the chef's the chef shows, and like obviously, being a baker is very much just as intensive as being a chef. But I just feel like there's nothing like dictated to like kid bakers. Like there's kid chefs, just kid baking championship. There are are yeah. you joking? I don't watch cooking shows.
1: Oh, Me neither. Oh. I stress
0: bake because I love to bake, but I don't want to watch. I will watch the shows where people strategically mess up. Not strategically, but where they mess up, like oh, yeah. nailed it. I'll watch that. I love when people do stuff wrong. It's so funny. <laughs> or like British Bake Off, like the no. British Baking Show. That one's
1: fun. Kids Baking Championship but is I a thing. Know that. And yes, it, it is. It is both equally wonderful and like awe inspiring to see these uh, children be like, Oh, I have a shortbread recipe in my back pocket
4: slash right. my head. But also horrible it. because it's reality television. Right. Yes.
0: Okay, well, so I'd,
4: it's I'd, I'd it's take, for I sure. retract
0: what I said. That obviously exists. Thank you, AT, for
1: correcting me. <laughs> you're welcome. I don't know if <laughs> but, I should be ashamed or proud <laughs> that, you, that I knew that.
0: I mean, but it, it's fascinating to me because baking really is, there's a science to it. And that's what I love about it, I think. I love and it.
1: And you're, you're the yeah, expert. I love the end result,
4: I'm going to be honest. Right, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, I like to eat what I've <laughs> yes. baked. It's like lot. you eat as
0: you go, and then by the time you're done, you're like, what happened? I'm like, oh,
4: what's dinner? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> okay. Crazy.
1: So you like to create, but not necessarily bake. So then take us yeah. take us, take us on the journey.
4: Yeah. Well, I mean, I baked as a hobby. Uh mm-hmm. so the bakery actually got started in my home kitchen, um, where I was just I was baking up late at night. Yeah. I was in a job that I was terrible at. Um, if you need a great realtor, call my mom. <laughs> But like, I wasn't that good at it um, by a long shot. So yeah, I mean, I was baking. I always enjoyed baking. I just hadn't necessarily considered it as a career. right? Uh, But it was, you know, kind of built up as a little side business. Um, And the whole time I was just, I don't know, I was in this, I was so terrible at being a realtor. Um, (laughs) And, you know, just praying, like, there's got to be something for me to do. It was never really clear to me. I was always so envious of, you know, the girls in my class that had a you know, had a mission, had a passion, had a thing that they were like, I'm gonna do this and this and then this. And that's the plan. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of good at, I guess, a couple of things. Um, so (laughs) yeah, but you know, honestly, even that wasn't like, oh, this is my thing. Like (laughs) I didn't have a thing. And I was just like, what what do I do? I don't have a thing. Um, but yeah, that's actually how the business kind of got started. And then, you know, just sort of went from there. Like, oh, I guess maybe I, could actually do this yeah um but honestly y'all i thought it was gonna fail really quickly really (laughs) oh absolutely like i opened the business thinking that this would probably be a really humiliating character building you are preparing
1: yourself. Entrepreneurship lessons 101 with Garden. <laughs> <Kate Yeah>.
4: Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> Those entrepreneurs, like, are you an entrepreneur? Yeah. You know, t- take this personality test. I fail every single one. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I am not risk averse or I'm very risk averse. Yes. I'm not like, woohoo. Yeah. Um, You're like,
0: I, I don't want to take that risk. Thank you.
4: <laughs> right. So I opened a business thinking that it would fail. Um, yeah. And that that was just like a life lesson I needed to learn. Um,
1: and you took the leap uh-huh. of faith yeah. on yes. Leap Day, right? Yes. That's- we opened
4: on Leap Day, which actually was an accident that I totally love about us. <laughs> and yeah, and then it actually fits in with I was either going to, for my leap of faith, I was either going to open the bakery or go skydiving, which, which is, is not like a thing on my bucket <laughs> right. list that I want to do. That was like a, oh, I will risk actual life and death yes. or I'll risk like more you know, ego, yes. life and death. <laughs> um, and I went with the more philosophical of the options. Yes. And surprise, thirteen years later. That's insane. Still here. <laughs> so and so do you get
1: to on a personal level, do you get to celebrate every year or do you really only celebrate on leap days we on February? We celebrate
4: every four years. So Muddy's has had oh, look, three so birthday fun. parties. <laughs> we yes. didn't have a grand opening either. So Which we actually is- didn't really do anything (laughs) ironic for (laughs) for a place
1: known for their birthday
0: cakes you only ever (laughs) it's so cool though because first actually before i dive into that i really (laughs) want to know where did the name muddies come from
4: it was my grandmother so if you next time you come just check out there is a portrait that's sort of like behind the cash register, mm-hmm. and it's not her as a grandmother. It's her when she was in her twenties, because uh, she was also very vain and would not have appreciated my <laughs> having a portrait of her as a grandmother. As, as, as a, a grandmother. grandmother, I love the way you said. Um, yeah, one of one of those ladies, and she's like hip cocked to the side, cigarette in a hand, um, just like she was a wild woman. I love it. But she worked full time outside the home, and she also was a fantastic cook and baker and that was her thing like she was not a gushy touchy feely person she's not the kind of person to come like ooh give you a big warm hug and say i love you but like she would make you food ooh. and that was that really was how she language. expressed yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. so it's like my mom remembers growing up there was always something on the kitchen counter ready to go out cuz somebody had a baby or somebody was in the hospital or you know for a neighbor or a friend or a family member and that was that was her way to show that she cared so kind of just thought that was appropriate um, yeah, that's, for my business. That's,
0: honestly, it's more than appropriate. That's amazing. And it kind of hearing you talk about your grandmother a little bit kind of goes into something fun I find about you guys and the work you do is your mission actually states that you make Memphis a happier pr- place by creating outstanding experiences and delicious food and being kind to everyone we meet and doing the right thing. And then you also call your employees call themselves gnomies. Y'all have this whole thing, which as, I mean, a, yeah. as a garden gnome enthusiast, I support <laughs> um, this endeavor. But like you just kind of all of this stuff kind of fosters this environment that is so supportive. Uh, give and us a whimsical.
1: little bit. Yes. It's very whimsical. Which I really like. want to know Thank why you. you
0: find that.
4: What do you find is so important about doing that? I don't even know how to answer that question because, like, that's the whole ballgame. It's just so innate like, to you. that's yeah. why do anything if you're not doing it to make people feel valued. Yeah. You know, that's hospitality. But I think even, even industries that aren't specifically hospitality industries, you know, my brother is, my youngest brother is such a salesman. but <laughs> And, like, we are so different. <laughs> um, and he has a machine company, but, like, it's actually the same for him too. Like he wants to set people up for success. Right. And he's like entirely B2B. I mean, you could not imagine a more different business than like, oh, whimsical bakery. But again, I mean, it's all about setting people up for success and making people feel valued in whatever your medium is. Right. So, I think our medium that can be easier maybe than some other mediums cuz it's like, oh, How do I make you feel special? Here's a birthday cake. (laughs) Um, Yes, please. Yeah. A birthday cake that you will eat completely in one sitting if you so choose. (laughs) Yeah. But that's I mean, that's what it's all about. It's just like, you know, we want to make really, really great food. We want to run a sustainable business. Mm. But if we ever take our eye off the ball, that like, oh yeah, at the end of the day, this is for real people, then, you know, that's kind of we will have lost our way at that point. So
1: I think that you actually segued into something that has come up a lot. We have a Celebrate What's Right coming up uh, in a couple of weeks, and it's going to be centered on food. And in talking to a bunch of people in the food industry over the past few weeks, everybody has said that Cat Gordon's leadership through 2020 mm-hmm. was one to watch. Like several people have said this to us. So while you're over there blushing, like I'm being like,
4: (laughs) it's like I'm blushing and my head is swelling. Good luck getting me out the front door. You should have saved that till the end of the show. (laughs) I know.
1: Sorry. But like, it's the truth. And so I think it was a good segue for you to say like the foundation is like, these are people. It's people first. And make sure that they are put first. And I feel like that really resonated Mm -hmm. with a lot of like, I feel like what you led with in the last year. And so I was hoping that maybe you could tell us a little bit about that.
4: Whew. Okay. This is where it's like, <laughs> y'all feel free to just give me the shepherd's crook. And like, <laughs> we we, play we want Play the music. Um, <laughs> but this is something I'm legitimately really proud of. So I'll just go ahead and admit to, I mean, y'all might be the same way. But I feel like no matter what I do... I can make the laundry list of ways that I could have done it better mm-hmm. for yes. next time. Yes, always. Um, it's a strength and a weakness. Yes. <laughs> but I do feel like looking back on this year, I also am actually really proud of myself. You should you be. You um, should be. Yeah. And yeah, it's in some ways this last year is surreal because it feels like it was, you know, 12 weeks, not 12 months. It also feels like it was 1,200 years. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just both and all at the same time. Um, I think the biggest thing that we really, as soon as it became apparent that the pandemic was like, oh, this is a thing, Mm -hmm. capital A, capital T. Yes. Then I'm just really proud of not only myself, but also my leadership team, especially. And then after that, my entire team, you know, unfolding that first leadership team meeting that we called where it was like, okay, there is a thing that is happening. What what do we need to do? even do what questions right. do you need to be asking uh, it was really clear to all of us on the team we started by reviewing our mission and reviewing our values which we try to do for any major decision <laughs> yeah. like that's the that's what yes that, that's the, the system yes. right yes, start there um we don't always like actually yeah. like verbally say it all together yeah. and then like okay now let's discuss this <laughs> time we did and it was really helpful, and I just feel like everybody was so on the same page with, all right, what are we here to do? Mm-hmm. Not how are we used to doing it, but what is what is the mission? You know, we are here to love and serve, first and foremost. Um, we really tried, I think that set the tone for us for being able to let go of some things quickly. Uh, we were able to develop... Kind of plan A through D, which we then published on our blog because we're like, okay, everybody's gonna have anxiety. How do we at least tell people, Mm -hmm. you know, I can't promise people that it's gonna be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that it's gonna be okay. What can we do? Okay, well, we can at least share what we have discussed. Mm -hmm. We can share, like, if this, then this. And here are some of the variables.
1: Um so Which yeah, was that kind so refreshing it.
4: in the moment. Yeah. It
1: felt like daunting and scary, yes, because I mean the thought of being like, wait, will Muddies reopen? Yeah. Will they? Re- right. Will they? Won't they? You know, that realization was like, wait, what? But then also like the transparency, it felt like we were like with you,
4: and right. so it
1: felt very communal at in least that it's way. Not a
4: shock. Yeah, like, well, yeah, um, and that's what we wanted to avoid with customers, and especially you know, as you can imagine, with staff. Yeah. Um, So everybody had questions, and I feel like we were just able as a team to get those questions answered and talk really directly about, like, even if this isn't the answer that you hoped to hear or want to hear. And so much of what we put into place, or I guess we're acting on decisions, communications, that whole process, um, really just from start to finish this last year. I do have to say I don't know that it would have gone nearly as well, certainly internally, if we had not had years and years and years of investing in this stuff Mm -hmm. that, you know, there's not always a super clear ROI on. right? You know, we've taught visioning workshops. All that other (laughs) stuff. We pay staff to attend workshops on how to give and receive feedback. And of course, our customer service. But yeah, creating a vision for your future. well. All that investment meant that when it came time for us to be standing on the lawn of our Midtown store mm-hmm. at an all-hands meeting announcing that we were going to close indefinitely and what that looked like, that meant that every person who was standing there, instead of just having a total come-apart, was able to articulate what, quote-unquote, success looks like mm-hmm. on our last day of business, which, Whoa. you know, is not a meeting that any business owner right. really That's profound. ever imagined.
0: Yeah. Very much so. Like y- having someone equipped with the knowledge to be able to handle news like that is honestly invaluable because yeah. that's the last thing you want to have to do. Like you said, as a business owner, you right. don't want to be put in that position. And so. Like
4: none of us wanted to yeah. be at that meeting. Like no. we didn't want that to be a thing that was happening. Right. right. No. But it was happening. And we could all, to be able- I think, get our arms around that. Trust the person on either side of us. Which is huge. And say, okay, this is happening. We've been really informed the whole way through. There's a lot of trust built up. You know, laying people off, it's like there's a lot of different ways you can do that. Mm-hmm. Do you do it? Do you do as much as possible to give good service to your staff? Or do you just say, hey, this is the end? Good luck. Right. Like, well, they trusted that we were going to mm-hmm. go ahead and do all this stuff we laid it out we have the packet with th- th- like, th- here's that all fear the information. was removed because they knew right so then it frees us up to talk about like okay how are we going to do this how do we want our last day to feel for ourselves how do we want it to feel for our customers and it really was i didn't know how long we were going to be closed right if we were going to reopen yeah there's just so many ifs but i have to tell you like that day weirdly is one of my favorite days not the not the day of the meeting <laughs> <Right>. but like <laughs> April first, so yes. open on leap day. We close on oh, April, April Fool's. <laughs> day. Just honestly, man, the world is just funny. Thank you, universe. <laughs> um, yeah, that was actually, and like that, that was the last day that Muddy's operated as the size company mm-hmm. that it was. Yeah. And like honestly, it will that will be the last day. And my intention is forever. I yeah. don't ever intend to grow it to the size that it was. Yeah. Um, but that is such a cherished day for me because. As tearful and scared as we all were making those plans, we executed them Mm -hmm. just to a T. It was fun. People, like, the vibe was really great. It was really supportive. And we closed out our day. Everybody rallied up in our um, kitchen parking lot, so on Broad Avenue. Yeah. So once the East Memphis team had closed up, like, they came over. They met us over there. We were all spread out in the Broad Avenue parking lot and we ended you know how we like to end every day just appreciating each other so just everybody sharing popcorn appreciations and you know we all knew that even if we reopened it, there were you it know would not be everybody different. would be yeah. there right. yeah. not you know that a lot could happen in the next few months which of course it did yeah.
3: yeah
4: um but i wouldn't trade that day for anything i remember i mean that day if i had to choose whether to remember that day or actually my opening day more that day
0: that's so interesting because i feel like that perspective is not one many business owners would have <laughs> you know like the closing day right. <laughs> as like their prime memory but you painted a really beautiful picture of why that's the case and i just the fact that it was on april fool's day that just it's like true. again just that's really just, i need it. to give that another nod because that's just hilarious and perfect for what muddy's i feel like the spirit of muddy's is truly encompassed in that
4: (laughs) yeah and it was great the spirit of muddies i love that too something that one of our managers said so we closed the midtown store first Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um it is definitely the hardest to keep every surface i mean just like to manage the covid world we're just like all right that one when we start Coming down, it's the first. Yeah, for
0: those listening, the one in Midtown was the one that was the grind house. So it had yes. the coffee and everything as well. And, like
4: tons of tables and tons multiple of- bathrooms. <laughs> it was just like
1: lots of nooks and crannies. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs>
4: um. So that we closed that one, I think two weeks before closing the whole business down. That team moved over to the kitchen. Uh, but when we were having that meeting with that team, uh, Emily Wickliffe, the manager at that store, and she and I worked together for six years. Oh, my gosh. She was just amazing. She reminded us all, myself included. She's like, I just want everybody to remember that Muddies is not the place. Like, oh. the Muddies is the people. Oh. And that's what's really important. It's our mission. It's our values. It's us. It's how we treat people and what we do every day. Like, yes, we love our places and we're attached to these locations. But that's not who we are. Right. Um, it's not it's bound by like, four walls. Yeah. Right. Right, so just like remembering to prioritize the right parts of it, and I just so appreciate her for those comments because clearly they've stayed with yeah, me they resonated for with you a long time now.
1: I think there's just a lot to glean in leadership. Mm-hmm. Even, I mean, specifically with New Memphis being a leadership development like organization, I think it is interesting to kind of lean into yeah. some of those hard things and realize that you know, you can plan and do everything the right way or, you know, hit (laughs) uh, hit all your marks quarter by quarter and you still can't plan for everything, you know, but there is some comfort in a a season that can feel so out of control if you do and make the right investments along the way.
4: Yeah, I think that's why we've always been such a fan of the learning piece Mm -hmm. of our staff development. You know, I mentioned like the vision classes, the feedback classes, you know, just all these training and, you know, these opportunities to learn, Professional development, leadership development, um, you know, whether you're a manager or frontline staff, I think that that's exactly why. Because once you know, you know, that's not teaching you how to do things down to like a super specific thing. Right. But it is teaching you how to make decisions. Mm -hmm. And so much of this whole last year has been improv. Yeah, and really good improv. You <laughs> actually still know the techniques. You know right. how to support and react and all. You know, yeah. when to pull back things. and go forward. Like exactly. Sort of so it's like it's not scripted. You don't know what's coming next, but you have the tools in your tool belt right. to be able to make those adaptations really quickly.
0: I love that. I know. I was about to say I love that improv thing. I'm gonna like. I'm like write that uh, yeah. down. Put it in our marketing stuff. <laughs> I know. <for> <laughs> development, but. <laughs> of marketing though just talking about the spirit of muddies and i have to comment on this because the way you guys market yourselves publicly like from your color palettes to your fonts to everything i just who is behind that because i feel like it captures the spirit of muddy
4: so well
1: spoken like a true graphic designer christy
4: (laughs) So that's definitely a team approach also. I love it. That's just like my stock answer everything. Like, wow, that's a team approach.
0: Um, But I think it's so – the thing is, though, when you say it, I know it's true because I've seen it. I've seen, like, how when you walk into Muddies, is, like, a team effort going on. There's never, like, one person greeting you and then one is truly a collaborative effort no matter which Muddies you've ever walked into. So that's why when you say it, I'm like –
1: please tell me more. <laughs> no, it's going to be like, actually, that's not my
4: job. I only do this.
1: <laughs> so I'm not going to say hi
4: to you. Yes. Because that's not, that's not, my, not job, my job. Is actually on our tiny list of forbidden utterances. Love it. And it's has been since, since 2008. Because <laughs> um, yeah, we're a team. Yes. So none of us should be saying that. Uh, certainly myself, first and foremost. But yeah, the marketing, the graphics, I mean, everything. I'm sort of, Obviously, the head person right. for that, um, guarding the brand, is one of my one of my top jobs as the owner. Um, also, I like it. Um, yeah. So I, li- I like sketching. I like colors. I'll, I'll, ke- like I'll keep colors. this piece. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot, like when you walk in our shop, um, a lot, like this is where we've come full circle. Mm-hmm. Um, being back in one location has actually allowed me to get my hands back on a lot of that stuff from early on. Yeah. So you'll notice yeah. even little things like our labels – First off, you know, our signage mm-hmm. in the store is a mix of like printed on you know, printed on cardstock right there yes, or hand like hand lettered by yours truly mm-hmm. um, and sort of collaged on. So those little pieces have been lots of fun because it was just hard to do that. When it's like multiple locations, right? What do you mean? You couldn't be right. in three places at once, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then it's like it sort of loses its charm. You're like, oh, make this sign six times, like two for each place. And she's like, oh, <laughs> making <laughs> it <laughs> once or twice is great, but like I don't really want to make like six of these collages. Um, but then also Kirby Rogers, who a lot of um, a lot of our customers probably originally know from working in the East Memphis shop. She was one of our nomies there for. Three or four years and then the last couple of years she has been my sidekick which like encompasses quite a lot of other (laughs) hats yes um, i can only imagine reminding me but also she has she's pretty much self-taught as she has gone because she knows our brand right so rather than starting with graphic design and learning our brand she knows our brand she's worked here for ages she's like quote-unquote grown up at muddies so she has learned how to use different tools. So she's definitely my go-to person when we need printed labels right? or like a fun little graphic yeah. on the website. And then uh, Denise Holmes does our illustrations. So like our little gnome yes. illustrations. And I love it. She and I have been together for, for many, many years of Muddy's. Um, and of course, we have a website company that helps with the really yeah the hard nitty-gritty really, yes. like
0: the, the, the stuff where it's like the, the four <laughs> letter word known as code that we do not talk about on yeah this podcast. yeah boo. Yes. but it's just as as anna called me out like as a graphic designer encompassing your brand's spirit in visuals is a hard thing to do and you guys have so successfully done that and i think when i think of muddies and Because people will ask sometimes, like out of town, will be like, what sets Muddy's apart from somewhere else? And I'm like, honestly, that is a big thing for me. You guys market yourself so well in the spirit of you guys. And I think that just carries over to your delicious treats so which also
1: have really cute names and as someone so who's like a nail polish lover with all the like <laughs> yes! fun uh, names yes! it Nip makes and
4: crayons it yes! makes a
1: difference i mean like i can not think a color is very cute and yes. it has an adorable name and i'm like that's it like gray I'm, feeding like, well i going to, to give it, it a try yeah. <laughs> i mean come on what's the commitment two yes. weeks and then you know so whatever it's just like a cupcake i'll i'll eat it yeah it's, we'll see <laughs> I need if some not, Prozac. I'll get, a, I'll I'll get kill, another. No,
0: give me a cupcake. Thank you. Uh, like, but so, how do you speak? Speaking of that, though, like, how do you guys name your stuff? Like, do you do that? Do you, the nomies do that? How does that happen? Again, sort of team. Although yes. I will,
4: I will say this is really one of the things that is probably more mine, yeah. than than other people's. Um, this is something that is typically what we call a consultative decision. So want everybody's opinions. Uh, There is certain weight given if someone on the team has developed a certain recipe and they have a name sort of in mind. I like that. Okay. That will be given extra weight. You get a little bit of ownership of your work. Yeah. I love that. So we'll kind of chit chat about that. Um, But then there's been some stuff over the years where I feel like the name has even preceded The item. Yeah. (laughs) Where there's like been something that's like, oh, like we used to do something. It's a retired flavor now, but it was like a triple layer pie. So it was like a chiffon pie with like lemon and strawberry and I think pineapple. Oh, I never had that um, one and now
0: I'm very sad I never got to. It was to. kind of
4: crazy um, and just not quite as popular as I thought it was. I think the pineapple maybe threw people off. Mm. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll try it again sometime. Yes. Like Memphis just wasn't ready. but <laughs> We've evolved yes. in the last year. <laughs> right. Give us a chance, cat. <laughs> Beauty school dropout. Yes. Because it just like reminded me That's of Frenchie so from me oh, with like all the little pastel colors. Um, it was just like – it was tall. So that was something where actually I was like, I'm dying to call something beauty school dropout. Oh, I know the thing. You have to
1: make the hair. You have to make Right. Yay! Exactly. Yes. So it was to... like
4: a pastel bouffant like in a pack. It's also
0: so interesting that that one didn't work out and it's called beauty school dropout. I so like, know. I feel like it's the perfect one to bring back around.
4: Yeah, I, I really think so, too. Like, I don't think that that was. A flop for its own fault i think we actually didn't give it enough time yeah before pulling the i feel
0: feel like your time is coming and i'm not just saying that because i'm very anxious
1: to try (laughs) yeah
4: and like summertime okay i just talked myself into this perfect you heard it here first
1: meanwhile i'm memphis (laughs) exclusive guys i know hot off the press um if you could
4: eat one of your recipes yes like a last bite like oh okay well I feel like this answer could change depending on what's truly in season. It's like picking a favorite Ooh, can child. Yes. Yeah, can I cheat and do a summer and a winter? Yes. Okay. <laughs> We're like, yes and yes. Summertime, <laughs> blueberry cake. Okay. Our blueberry cake, it's a vanilla, like buttermilk vanilla cake, but it has, we make a homemade blueberry jam oh. to go between the layers or like cupcake form. We just do like a dollop in the middle. And then a blueberry cream cheese icing. Okay. With lemon zest sugar on top. And... Oh, my gosh. It's one of my very favorite things that we make. And I think, like, because it has sort of a, a short season. Um, Got to get and it while you can. Dreading this year. So we get as much of our produce locally as possible. Mm-hmm. The Big Freeze was really no. hot on I didn't blueberry plants. So it's just going to be – it's not, like, off the table, but it is going to be a shorter – Like a shorter run. Run. But so I think you, I'm going to eat it every single day. So you did hear it weird though. It. Yeah. You know, limited I've limited never supply. had that one, and so I'm going to have to definitely add that to my list. It is so good. And it's stunningly beautiful. And, like, there's not a drop of food color. It's just it that rich color is all from, from the blueberries. blueberries. And then oh. winter time, reindeer cake. Oh, so good. I do love that one. <laughs> oh, my god, That bunt cake, guys. Gingerbread cake with caramel <sighs> icing. It just, it t- ticks all the boxes for me. Mm-hmm. I love the spiciness of ginger, mm-hmm. and I love it's like such a, sort of a, not, dense isn't the right word. But yeah, it's a substantial texture, which I kind of want in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's
0: but like being that warm and cozy in a cake. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So like it's
4: perfect. And it also is extremely limited time. So mm-hmm. hearing myself now, I think <laughs> that actually maybe what I super like is scarcity. Like I really like the anticipation yeah. of waiting for something and then getting to have it and then and going away. It's so yeah. kinda like Christmas a little bit. Yeah, like exactly. or any holiday
1: really. Just exactly. like leading up the buildup and then. I
4: love that. That delayed gratification <laughs> yeah. and then like the payoff is so great. Yeah. Where uh. do you guys
0: get kind of the inspiration or ideas for some of these, you know, the limited edition recipes you bring around every
4: year? Where does where do those ideas spark from? We have a really creative team. Um, And I have to say, we get ideas from all over the place. A lot of people, of course, have their recipes that they've been making, you know, for years or from their families. We've had customers bring us recipes. What? Um, Of course, customers, you know, submit ideas all the time. But we have over the years had customers actually bring us like family recipes and things that we can sort of riff off of. How fun. But also, you know, art and movie. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not always, we do kind of say, and it's funny, we actually talked about this this morning. We were talking about sort of like what makes somebody's product mm-hmm. and questions we need to be asking because it's so tempting to say like, oh, is this good or bad? Is this a good cookie or a bad cookie? Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's the wrong question because it might be a great cookie, but that doesn't mean it's going to be a great product. Right. Like it needs to do certain Ooh, jobs. Okay. Okay. Um, so anyway, we we're kind of like talking, talking about all of that. And You know, there are some really creative questions that you get to come up with, you know, thinking about like, are, am I taking my inspiration from a movie or Mm -hmm. from a play or from, you know, a piece of art that I saw or, you know, maybe a family recipe? What we want to avoid is taking our ideas from Pinterest. Yeah, (laughs) because we do say like on our we call it our winning product wizard. One of our things is specifically not a fad. You know, it's okay uh, if something, yeah. especially, like, custom cakes, if the customer is co-designing right. their cake with us, like, there's obvious – we're not going to be like, no. Actually, no. <laughs> well, you can't have it. Right. <laughs> um, because, like, I'm not doing another llama, okay? Um, <laughs> like, we're not going to do that. <gasps> um, but, you know, we do want to make sure that we're not – we're not a fad yeah. new bakery. Um, that's just not really our style. Mm-hmm. Um, we go – You guys set yourselves apart. Way more, like – Way back in time. So I also love looking through old, old cookbooks, like old baking books. I have a huge collection of vintage. Um, I don't necessarily want to follow their recipes because right. a lot of them use, like, more jello than you I probably want. I was about to say, gelatin was huge oh, in the old cookbooks, and I'm like, I, I don't like it. I don't want to. Yeah, that. people are always like, oh, and are these your grandmother's recipes? I'm like, no, <laughs> not most of them. And you're welcome. Um, yeah, you're yeah. welcome. There was, like, a lot of, like, weird canned tomato soup cake <laughs> and, like oh. – Cool whip on everything. And it's like there's no cool whip in the muddy's kitchen, period. It's all homemade whipped cream. (laughs) Um, but you know, taking some inspiration from some of the visuals and just ideas, I think that's that's a whole different kettle of fish. So (laughs)
1: something that is a happy or maybe a bright spot of 2020 leading into 2021 has to be the treat trap. So you yes, you had some, you know, hurdles, you jumped Mm -hmm. in 2020 but you also made like a vision board item yeah. become a reality. And not many people can say that in the same like breath as being like, oh, we, we actually did
4: close a little bit. Well, we also opened. Yeah. yeah. It's been a super weird year. I'm <laughs> like, I haven't even been sh- like, I Just, think the best that we have come up with for like a slogan for the year has been growing comma smaller.
0: Oh, <laughs> because
4: it's like our whole year was spent getting smaller. But you grew also in the process, growing in other ways that's so cool um so yeah it's like yes we're getting smaller sort of <laughs> um getting smaller in some ways so yeah fewer locations definitely smaller head count but if you point out but then also our treat track um which, which is actually a pipe way, dream right it's way easier to make happen now that the rest mm-hmm. of the business is consolidated into our actual kitchen. You're not kitchen. stretched so thin. Right. And then, like, even just the Logistic logistics.
1: of being all in the kitchen. Jeez, right. So
4: think about money. this is the part nobody ever thought about, and I probably didn't think about as well through as I should have. Um, <laughs> we love but, like, honesty. <laughs> ownership here. <laughs> we don't freeze our products. Mm-hmm. We are a bake-fresh bakery that was trucking our own product to ourselves like multiple times throughout the day Oh, so it's like for you to come and get something in the shop that is fresh baked it meant that like we had to make it cool it and then drive it to ourselves stock it in wow. the shop and then like so you, you just can't... took off the
1: end of it yeah and so it was already like, made and yeah. in the truck
4: right and like this past saturday we started we're like oh we're running out of this one thing a little faster than we thought Well, if we start making some more right now, they'll be ready in two hours and not having to tack on this like extra like, oh, but the driver will have already gone Mm -hmm. home. Can somebody drive? the Like, can we spare? And then it's just like, oh, God, is it worth it for a few dozen Prozac cupcakes? And now it's just like, oh, no, we'll just like whip these up real quick. The answer is always yes, Yes. Yeah, It's always worth it. But it just gives you that flexibility that you didn't have before. So the truck has been a little easier to actually fold that into our operation. Um, so we've been able to do that. And then we're also in the process of building out our classroom next door. So what? we've been doing the virtual classes, yeah, um, both baking, but also the the visioning, the feedback. Like we've just basically taken our whole curriculum for staff and been like, hey, all right. Anybody <laughs> who wants to take it can take it. Um, why not? Yeah. But we're actually going to have a a space to do that next door as well which will allow us to act also move um you know if you come to broad now th- there are you know thinly disguised it's like oh there's a couple of cubicles right there mm-hmm. and some storage <laughs> and then a staff break room just sort of it's like it's like poorly designed theater like oh <laughs> just pretend like this is a shop yeah. um so yeah it's like we got smaller but then the truck the classroom uh will be bumping out that bake sale room a little bit That's fun. That's growing. So yeah, it's just different.
0: It's just really cool because you were able to pivot your model in a way that not even you, like you said, could have thought about or planned for. Yeah. And so you just kind of took it with such grace. And I think that's obviously like ATE stated, like people notice that about you because you do lead with such thoughtfulness throughout everything, even the hurdles. Um, So for those who are listening who know about Muddies and gotta hope None of you have the sad thing of never having anything for muddies, but for those of you who may not have, maybe you don't know what muddies is, or you haven't tried it. Where can they find a muddy treat?
4: Well, potentially a neighborhood near you. So yes. check out check out our Instagram and our website for our treat truck stops. But you can also come and visit us at our our everything location, our yes. kitchen, our HQ, our shop. Uh, we're currently open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, on Broad Avenue. Mm-hmm. So right across from the water tower, which is yep. so perfect. It's like, oh, if you're if you're on Sam Cooper and you're like, I'm not sure where to turn, can you see the water tower? Great. Just yes. go toward the light. Go toward <laughs> the light. Yes. Go to the water tower right there. And guys, they also do pre order.
0: So like if you yes. really want something, go to the Muddy's website. They have pre orders you can pick up on those days as well. So if you're wanting something for a specific occasion or birthday, or
4: you guys are still doing custom orders right now too, right? That's right. So, yeah, custom orders give us give us some lead time because this is this is the season. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, like if you're a planner, so even if you're not getting a birthday cake, but you are a planner, (laughs) reserve your items Mm -hmm. online because Mm -hmm. guess what? We bake fresh, which means we sell out. Yes. But if you're like, woo, I'm here for the party, I want to see what's cooking and I'm happy with any number of options, come into our walk-in shop and let us surprise you yes. with what we're baking today. and
0: they have such cute items too that aren't just baked goods you guys offer my gosh you have the chicken pot pie with the little chicken on top of it it's mm. just honestly to it's, die so for. it's so good. it's so cute but then they also have merchandise and things like of that nature kind of what you need for your bigots. goods they also sh- sell shots of icing yeah which honestly I mean, who, as far as shots go need? Who doesn't need it's that like in their It's like everyone life. needs a happy. So, guys, you really, if you haven't tried Muddy's or if Muddy's is one of your tried and true favorites, you really just need to get out and support them, support wonderful leaders in our community like Kat who are just truly killing the game. And we're just so proud of you and we're so proud you're part of the New Memphis Network and a friend of ours. Thank you.
1: I and I got to say, that. I mean, I know you probably wouldn't advise eating cupcakes and cake like <laughs> several days after the fact. But I got to say, licking the icing off the Prozac mm-hmm. cupcake this morning with my coffee just really was like the chef's kiss, as A.M.E. Yeah. As would say.
4: Yeah. It yeah. really is. It and that just, is more of the good ones. Like, yes. I, I have, have s- been known to eat a Prozac cupcake I mean, it was a few few days, days lovely. <laughs> I,
0: I want to, though. Before we leave, I would love to shout out an undersunk hero of Muddy's, in my opinion. The vegan peanut butter chocolate bar. Oh, like, yes. I feel like every time I say that I love to get that everybody's like you get I was like, I get cupcakes. Do not fear. But that bar is amazing. I feel like people sleep on it. And so I'm here <sighs> on this podcast to tell you all. Stop it! It's so good. It's so Don't good. let the vegan scare you.
1: And we're gonna have to adjust her mic levels too, because she's gonna come through the mic yes, for you to tell you about get this vegan. So excited! <laughs> level I will eleven yell. enthusiasm.
4: Yes.
0: I'm trying very hard to keep my voice at a minimum level because you guys listen to this podcast. Hopefully, you know I get excited, and when I get excited, I get loud and I ramble. So. But you know what? It
4: doesn't work. Like compare this. Oh my gosh, y'all! You have to try the peanut butter yes. chocolate bar versus. Please try the peanut butter yep. chocolate bar. <laughs> It's delicious. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm
0: not
1: lying at all. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's and as Christy says, don't sleep on it. No. Get get them while they're in. <laughs> Truly everything.
0: Don't sleep on anything. Everything I've ever had from muddies
1: has honestly been delightful. So really like even if I don't generally like the flavor, yes. I gotta say.
0: Like I'm not a big fan of peppermint well and minty things. Like, <laughs> yes. yeah. But the I grasshopper,
1: mean, it's amazing. I I'm not a huge fan of peppermint, but it's still great. That's what I mean. I mean, like honestly, I don't love chocolate cake. I'm a big vanilla person, which my husband jokes is like uh, on the brand joke of for my you. <laughs> life, Yes, because I'm the most like plain person. It feels like, and so like, but literally the pros. I mean, and then obviously I love the plain, plain. I mean, yeah, come on. you can't okay, get it.
4: But in your defense, here vanilla is one of the most nuanced flavors in the entire flavor continuum. Cats here to save the day. Thank 18. you. I love this spin. If you're going real vanilla, I mean, there's over a hundred flavor nuances in real vanilla i'm just gonna put you in my pocket so there you and go that back. <laughs> you're just, <laughs> just a someone... little more subtle deeply nuanced I feel like deeply we need, nuanced need
0: to embroider that on a pillow for your office yeah
1: <laughs> i think i think it does it tracks with my personality yeah. I, I think it i do agree but I yes love it. deeply nuanced well, i enjoy that
0: this was so much fun and i could we could keep you here forever but we you have a business to run unfortunately and so you have to leave us but let the be cake guys Again, follow Kat and them on social. The Muddy's Bake Shop, they, again, their marketing is just take, take AT and AME's thing. Chef's kiss, man. They do it so well. <laughs> Go see them at their bakery on Broad and make a pre-order. Even if it's just for you, no one has to know. You can order a dozen cupcakes for yourself. It's fine. I promise. <laughs> but thank you so much for being here. Thank you all. all
1: this right. was a blast. <laughs> Bye. <Awesome>. Bye. <laughs>
0: All right, guys, that wraps us up today for another episode of Meanwhile in Memphis. We're so happy you chose to listen today. We have so much fun doing this show, and we're so grateful to our partners over at WXR who give us this platform and really let us do our thing on air. It's just so fun, and it's so cool getting to meet so many different Memphians who are, again, uplifting our community and just doing the big things, and so we have a few end-of-show announcements. Anna Thompson, what's going on with New Memphis? I'm so glad you asked, Christy.
1: <laughs> so first, um, after talking to Kat and Elise and Maddie, it's I have to remind everybody here to support local. And WYXR and New Memphis are both local nonprofits, and we so strongly encourage you to support us with your love, your donations you know, word of mouth, you know, tell everybody that you love us and to tune in. And yeah. Um, So we are super excited because we have a big event coming up yes. on May 25th. It will be virtual. We have a luncheon that is sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee and First Horizon Foundation. And it is Celebrate What's Right, the Future of Food. So, Now that you have had a little coffee and, you know, you're probably already thinking about what you want for lunch. We've already talked about cupcakes. I know. (laughs) We're in it. So the future of food. We have some amazing panelists that are going to talk about the issues of access and equitability in the hospitality and food industry here in Memphis and what we are doing to kind of change the narrative on that and create opportunities for everybody to have a seat at the table. So. Our panelists are Kelly English, who is the chef owner of Restaurant Iris and Second Line, Sabine Langer, the founder of Global Cafe, Rico Wiley, the chef owner of Rico's Kick and Chicken and an instructor of Food Truck 101 classes. And our moderator will be Whitney Hardy, a food investor and entrepreneurial advocate at Epicenter. So if you could head over to newmemphis.org when you are through, and join us for your lunch break on <laughs> May 25th to hear about the future of food. We yeah. would be much obliged, and I think you would come away with some wonderful insights.
0: Yes, I wholeheartedly retweet everything A.T. just said. Take a step into the future with us, guys. See what I did there? Like, <laughs> but sh- these panelists are just so cool, and they do. Yes, they're chefs and entrepreneurs in their own right, but the way they give back to the community is just thought-provoking, so... Do what AT said. Visit us at newmemphis.org. And also, another great place you can keep up with us all the time is at the New Memphis on social media. We post all of our upcoming events, what we're doing in the community, fun things you can get involved in there. So, newmemphis.org, at the New Memphis on all four social media channels. Give us a follow, give us a visit, and we'll see you next time on Meanwhile in Memphis. Actually, AT, tell them where they can hear this if they're not listening live on WYXR. <laughs>
1: thank you for tuning in to Meanwhile in Memphis on WYXR Radio 91.7 FM. We're here live every Tuesday from 8 to 9 a.m. and immediately following the broadcast on all local streaming services.
0: Yay! I feel like this is where we need the roar of the crowd. <sighs> but thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time. Bye! Meanwhile in Memphis is brought to you in partnership with WYXR. Produced by New Memphis and hosted by Anna Mullins-Ellis and Christy Mullen. For more information, please visit newmemphis.org. Audio for this show is recorded and produced by the OAM Network. For more information, please visit pod901.com.